Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sala for Guidelines for Living. In 1944, Frank Capra, the celebrated director, produced a comedy film called Arsenic and Old Lace. It's about two sweet but murderous aunts who put poison in the elderberry tea that was served to a succession of male residents in their boarding house and then stored their corpses in the basement. The film climaxes when the aunt's newly wedded nephew and his bride come to visit. Elaine, the bride, can't handle the chaos no longer and storms out of the house, hysterically crying, You can take your honeymoon, your wedding ring, your taxi, your window seat, and put them in a barrel and push them over Niagara Falls. Obviously, something had gone tragically wrong. She's out there, too. Kemper's movie is a farce, a comedy that we laugh at. But a lot of marriages today are toxic. They are in the process of dying. There's nothing humorous about what is happening either. It is sad, very sad. On the serious side of the ledger, how do you know if a marriage, one that perhaps was healthy and vibrant, has become toxic? So what are the signs of a toxic marriage? Look for these. Independence. You're both going different directions, living like boarders under the same roof. Business has driven a wedge in your intimacy. You're too tired, indifferent, or bored to share your hearts and lives. Little things have developed and you stuff grievances. Perhaps like the nephew in Arsenic and Old Lace, one of you is sitting on a window seat, striving to conceal something from the other. No longer are you meeting each other's needs. You're bored. You're playing the blame game, accusing the other of not pulling his weight or being more interested in someone else than you. Recognizing that your marriage is toxic is one thing. Knowing what to do about it is something else. For many years, on the wall of my office behind my desk was a set of spears crafted by a primitive people group in Papua New Guinea. Should you examine these spears carefully, you would find that there's a reddish substance visible only where the spear meets the wooden shaft. It's been removed by the tip of the spear itself. Well, what was the red? Poison. Should it prick your flesh, it would produce paralysis, but scraped off and removed, there's no harm whatsoever. Question. Can a toxic marriage be saved? It can, provided you remove the toxic substance. So, who is to begin the process? You are the one, and when you start removing the poison, the health of your relationship will improve rapidly. Most of the time, we know far better than what we do. Sit down and say, look, I love you and I value my relationship with you. I don't like the direction our marriage is going. Let's do something about it. Then focus on what you like about your mate, not what you dislike. You're a composite of the emotional, the physical, and the spiritual. And when a marriage is in trouble, all three begin to wither and die. Perhaps at one time you read God's word together and prayed. Start doing it again. 
Start loving as you want to be loved. Refuse to catalog grievances and treat the other person as you want to be treated. You've just heard Guidelines for Living. For more practical and inspirational messages, visit guidelines.org. If you find our devotionals helpful and would like to share them with others, consider supporting our ministry with a donation. Again, that's guidelines.org. Thanks for listening to Guidelines for Living.